Welcome to the Young, Driven, and Savvy Podcast. I'm your host, Adve Deshmukh, and today we're joined by Angie Del Grosso, the owner of Steel City Plant Company. So hi, Angie. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm great. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing great as well. So how would you describe Steel City Plant Co.? So Steel City Plant Co. is a one-stop urban plant shop in downtown Bethlehem where you can get every single thing you need necessary for plant parenthood. Oh, wow. So how'd your love for plants begin? So growing up, my mom always had the house covered in plants. We didn't even have curtains. Just the windows were covered <laughs> with plants. And I thought that was normal and friends would come over and like wow that's so cool and I'm like oh is that not normal (laughs) you guys have curtains so I just always grew up loving plants so when I moved out on my own I stocked up my own place with plants and just have continued the love for them wow so how'd you become interested in taking your love for plants and making it into an urban plant shop yeah so just as someone who again has a bunch of plants I was just growing frustrated with every time I wanted to get a new plant, having to drive 25 or 30 minutes away in traffic outside of Bethlehem to get to the nearest greenhouse. And then once I got to the greenhouse, sometimes they wouldn't even have potting soil. So then it's another stop to Home Depot or Lowe's to get potting soil. After that, they they only have a few pots to pick from. So then I would go to Target or Marshalls and try to find home decor pots that actually look nice in your home. And so when all is said and done, it's three or four stops later before you can go home, pot your plant and have it. So I was just like, it would be so nice to walk out of my apartment in downtown Bethlehem, be a few steps away from an urban plant shop where I can pick up an already potted house plant ready to go and also get soil and everything else that you need in one space as well and just really making plants more accessible to an urban community. That's awesome. So how'd you go about picking up the skills needed to like source, curate, and sell your plant necessities? Yeah, that was the tricky part. So I've, I have a marketing brain and went to school for that and have been in marketing for a while. But as far as the back end goes and figuring out how to actually get the plants, that was the, probably the toughest part. So I'm lucky enough to be friends with and now partners with Clark Home Group. They are the the people who own Domasi, for instance. So they're a good store that's been on both sides of Bethlehem over the last few years. And I love their brand so much. So I'm partnered up with them. They do retail consulting. So they really took all of that confusing stuff out of it. And they help source our merchandise on the back end, connect me with vendors. Um, And I also have a mentor, Mita Mathuru, who she knew a bit about wholesale. So she is the one who encouraged me to go into New York City, into the flower district, which is like a wholesale section of New York City, and source my plants from there. Wow. So So that was a long answer, but the bottom line is really connect yourself with people who do know the things that you don't know. That's awesome. So On a more personal level, what inspired you to become an entrepreneur? I went to Moravian College and I studied business management and marketing with the idea to open my own business one day. So I really just always had that entrepreneurial spirit 
where I knew that's what I wanted to do. My full-time job is I'm senior vice president for the Bethlehem Chamber of Commerce. And that is also a very entrepreneurial role where even though we work for a company, we're kind of all encouraged to be entrepreneurs in our everyday job and come up with new ideas and event ideas. So it's really just a natural next step for me. Oh, that's really cool. So how did you go about raising capital to start Steel City Plant Co.? So I was very fortunate not to have to raise any capital. I thought that I would have to. Um, but once I got a little bit further ahead of my business plan, I realized that it was pretty feasible to do on my own since I do have a full-time job, um, mm-hmm. not having to raise that capital. So I did change my business plan a bit. So the idea was to open a brick and mortar location right off the bat. Instead, mm-hmm. we decided to launch as a pop-up shop. So that's very low overhead cost. You just really need your goods that you're going to sell and then the cost of the website and other marketing materials. So there really wasn't much overhead to be able to launch as a pop-up. We'll gain our clientele base from these pop-up shops and save up to open a brick and mortar, hopefully within the next year. Wow. So then how did uh, the current ongoing pandemic, how, how did that affect the business plan or what you expected to do this year? Sure. So we actually opened the business in the middle of the pandemic. I don't know. I always laugh. I'm like, I don't know what about a pandemic made me say, yes, let me open my own business. But here we are. (laughs) Um, So the good news is we weren't an established business before the pandemic where now we had to switch our business model. We really started from scratch working around the pandemic. So it really hasn't had an impact because we started up with that in mind. So How it has impacted, though, we knew right off the bat we needed to have a strong web presence. So we do have a website. We ship nationally, and you can purchase goods on there. That's really the most important part because if we do see another shutdown, it's really important to have that website where people can order online. Wow, so that's great. So how do you go about convincing customers to choose to buy from a shop like yours rather than like a big box competitor, like you mentioned, like a Home Depot or a Lowe's? Yeah, that's the great thing is that this specific business really doesn't have competitors. So we, the closest thing that we could say to a competitor would be, you know, a Home Depot or a Lowe's, but they don't offer already potted houseplants. We also, all of our houseplants we offer are already sorted so that they're non-toxic to pets. So that takes a lot of the hassle out of having to go to one of the big box stores and Google all of the plant names to see if it's toxic to your pets we take that work out of it for you. So the good news is there isn't too much um, convincing that needs to be done. It's really offering a brand new product to a market that has been really in need of this for a long time. That's super interesting. But what's your biggest challenge in the plant or retail space, like personally? So I think that the biggest challenge, I don't think we've seen it yet. I think the biggest challenge will be when we do try to open our brick and mortar location within the next year, it's very, very important to be in downtown Bethlehem, either on North side or the South side, but we need to make sure that there's that foot traffic for us to be successful as a new business. So that's prime real estate right there. So it'll be expensive and it doesn't come around often. So trying to find that perfect location will, will be the hardest part. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So 
if you had to give a, a bit of financial advice to new entrepreneurs trying to get a business off the ground, what would you tell them? Sure. I think that a business plan is really, really important. So making sure you go through every step of that business plan. I, I participated in Penn State Lehigh Valley's Launchbox program. That's a great thing to look into if you're interested in opening your own business. They really walk you through each step of your business plan and have experts available to help you. So doing those financial projections and finding out, it could be way less expensive than you think. That, that's what happened for me. I was like, oh, I'll never be able to afford this. And it worked out. So making sure you have educated projections first and foremost. And then if you do need financial assistance, there are so many grant programs available in the Lehigh Valley and also small business loan programs as well. So there's plenty of help there if you just look for it. Wow. So what's your favorite part or favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? I think it's, it's really just been a passion project. So I've always loved plants. So getting to work with something that I love and crafting a brand from scratch has been really fun because it's very reflective of who I am and my personality and getting to have that translate into a business that other that you watch other people enjoy has just been so rewarding and also having my whole family part of it so my mom my dad my grandparents my boyfriend every my boyfriend's family they've all just been the biggest supporters and involved every step of the way so it's been really fun thing for all of us to do together wow but on the other hand what would you say is your least favorite thing about being an entrepreneur the unexpected. So I like, uh, I have a little bit of a control freak, I guess. So I just like knowing, you know, you get your paycheck every two weeks, you know exactly what it's going to be. Um, so not knowing what you'll bring in and the unexpected and just not being able to really bank on numbers um, for a while is that's, that's challenging for me. And if you could give a few tips to young entrepreneurs aspiring to start a business like you, what would you tell them? I would just go back to saying, surround yourself with mentors that know the things that you want to know. So making sure you build really strong relationships and connections with people who you can have just synergy with and you help them and they help you and you build something great. So you don't have to do it all on your own. So seek out the help either financially or as a mentor for things you don't understand. Wow. And a uh, quick question about location. So how did you decide to open up in Bethlehem rather than a, another city or another town? So what drew so you I was, to it? Yeah, I was oh, born what? and raised in Bethlehem. So it's just, I, I love Bethlehem so much. My heart is here. So I really wanted to contribute to its local economy. And I, I just have so much respect for all of the business owners that I've gotten to know in the city of Bethlehem. So I really just wanted to be a part of that. And you mentioned you went to Moravian College. So a lot of entrepreneurs now, if you're, I don't know if you're familiar, but they're like, uh, they don't really value college as much as you'd say they used to. Do you think your college education helped you in starting a business? Oh my gosh, yes. I have been noticing that trend too. And it's really surprising to me because I think education is something to be highly valued. So my time at Moravian was just really invaluable. So from learning just how to strategically think 
all those classes that you think, oh, I'm never going to use this. There was a, a purpose to it. And it's teaching your brain how to work through problems and problem solve and think strategically. And that's all about being a business owner. There was also, you know, the economics classes, the statistics classes, the market research classes, all of the marketing classes. That's really what gave me the tools to be able to own my own business. Yes, you have to have the personality for it. And I've always had that. But you also need tools and experience and need to make people believe in you that you can do it. So being able to say, hey, have a degree in this. Trust me. Come with me on this journey has been really beneficial. And the relationships I've made with professors, I'm still in touch with so many of my professors at Moravian and they've helped lift me up on this journey as well. Wow. And on your website, I saw you guys are selling a lot of local products as as well. Like I saw you guys are selling Soltec Solutions lights. Um, so, yes. so how's it like, like building a relationship with businesses like that like Soltech if you I'm sure you know Paul he he was actually on the podcast as well so that was interesting. oh that's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah so I just especially in Bethlehem especially in Lehigh Valley we are so network driven so it's really all about relationship building and helping each other out we're a close-knit community even though it's a larger city so as I, we wanted to keep it as homegrown as possible and have that local feel. And if we can help another local business and in turn they help us, then that's great. So I've followed Soltech Solutions. I've known about them for a few years, never personally though. So when I opened Steel City Plant Co., I literally just messaged them on Instagram and said, hey, can we talk? I'm doing this thing. And they're like, absolutely, come on by. So I walked in one day and we had a great conversation and we left with a partnership. Wow. So. Finally, last question. If anyone listening would like to purchase goods from Steel City Plant Co., how should they do this? Yes, thanks for asking. So this weekend, so actually Thursday, Thursday through Sunday is our last pop-up shop we'll be doing before the holiday season. It's taking place on Main Street in Bethlehem. We're right across from Donegal Square. We'll be there from 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. most days, except for Friday, we close at 5. So that's the last chance you'll get to shop with us in person. But you can always shop with us at steelcityplantco.com. Thanks for joining the podcast today, Angie. It was great having you. Thank you so much for the invitation. Thanks for joining the Young, Driven, and Savvy podcast. Please rate to hear from more inspirational individuals.